Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate you. And today, we're going to talk about how negativity is ruining your life. You want to be happy? You want to be at peace? You want things to go better for you? Brother, you have to stop not only the negativity coming in from outside sources, but producing negativity inside your head. Now, I know immediately you're like, dude, this is so cliche. I understand. I have to quit negativity. I can't be talking shit about myself. You guys get it. You've heard it. But I need to reiterate it to you because sometimes it's easy to pass over those cliche kinds of things and think that they're not really that important and fall into those negativity traps that we all fall into. Gentlemen, I cannot overemphasize just how important this is that anytime you complain, anytime you speak negatively about yourself, anytime you speak negatively about another, you are committing suicide as far as your desires are concerned. Why? Because you attract to yourself the energy that you're putting out there as well as the energy that you're consuming. Now, the reason this is so difficult is, first of all, negativity really fluffs up our ego. It's an ego fluffer, bro. It's basically a cock fluffer that's cocking up your ego and saying that because I'm better than this person, I'm going to speak negatively about them and I'm going to make myself feel above them because of the shit that I'm talking. Or when I complain about something, it makes me feel right. It fluffs up the ego because now I'm above that situation, above that person because I'm complaining about it. So the ego has a really cunning way to slip in through the back door and it does so through negativity. And that brings out the obvious question, why would the ego want so much negativity because it is negativity. Fear is negativity. All negativity comes from fear and the ego is fear. You have two energies inside of you and that's it. There's only two. Guess what they are? That's right. Love and fear. You're either acting through love or you're acting through fear. There is literally no other alternative. That's why they call this reality duality. Duality. Two basic emotions, love and fear. And by the way, Hate is not the opposite of love. Fear is the opposite of love. So anytime you're indulging in negativity, anytime you either drink it in or you put it out, that's fear. It's negativity. And it brings to yourself, it attracts to yourself more negativity. Why? Because like energy attracts like energies. So as you're complaining, talking shit about other people, talking shit about yourself, you're bringing more of that into your life. More reasons to talk shit about yourself more things to complain about, more negativity and more bad situations that essentially makes your life suck. So when it comes to improving your life, when it comes to being at peace, there's almost nothing more important than this, than simply watching your negativity, what you take in, but perhaps more importantly, what you put out and going on a negativity detox. So this is what we're going to do in this episode. I like to give you guys tangible things to do, things to really try to better yourself that you can actually work on in a systematic way. We are going to do a 14-day negativity detox, and I'm going to do it right alongside you. Now, obviously, I've been working on this for a long time. I'm 46 years old. I've been really focusing on this for 20 years because, God, I was the most negative fucking asshole douche canoe that you ever would have met in your entire life in my 20s. All I did was complain. All I did was talk shit about others. I got in fights all the time. I freaking was miserable. Why? Because I was putting that stuff out there. 
So once again, when you relinquish the negativity, and we're gonna go step by step, I'm gonna show you how I'm doing it and how I'd like for you to do it. When you relinquish that, your life gets so much better, and I'm a testament to that. I try as hard as I can to have as little negativity in my life as possible. I'm not perfect, I still make mistakes, and I'm gonna talk about those mistakes in this episode, but I've gone to a point where my negativity has been reduced by, I'd say, humbly, probably 90 or 95%. Still comes out, okay? I still get pissed off, I still have fear come out, I still occasionally get stressed and anxious, and thankfully I have NLP as well as meditation techniques and other techniques, many of which I share with you in this program and of course in my three-month coaching program, but I'm not perfect, okay? And I'm not trying to say I am. I'm an everyday guy who's trying to improve himself just like you are and I'm not done. How do I know I'm not done? Because I'm still here on this earth. I believe that when you're done, you die, you're taken away. And while I'm still here, you're still here, there's still work to do. So the first and most important thing is let's not indulge in the negativity of beating ourselves up. As you listen to this, don't be like, oh my hell, man, I have so far to go. I am the most negative douche canoe that ever walked this earth next to Mark circa 2003. I'm the most negative dude ever and I'm a piece of shit. First of all, we have to drop that. Why? It's more negativity. So we have to forgive ourselves because I believe, and if you don't mind me getting a little spiritual, you are given that negativity for a reason. What's the reason? To overcome it. And that's what we're doing. So don't yell at yourself because you're halfway up a mountain that you chose to climb. What kind of idiot logic is that? You chose to climb this. You gave yourself this gigantic dose of negativity in the form of an ego. You chose to try to rise above it and that's why you're here. So let's forgive ourselves. Yeah, we're negative. Yeah, negativity is attractive. Yeah, it feels good. You know, it, it builds up that ego, makes us feel like we're above other people. When we complain, we feel like we're in the right and the situation is in the wrong. But when you really look at it, you understand that it's stupid. It does nothing but bring more negativity to you and it prevents your peace, which is all you really want. So we're gonna get into how we're gonna detox off this stuff from the easiest to the hardest, okay? And you'll be surprised. I think you should stay tuned till the end to hear what I feel is the hardest thing to stop doing, I think you'll be surprised because I think you think it's one thing, but it's actually another thing. So let's jump into it. The first thing we are going to detox off of is goddamn news. N-E-W-S is the most negative, absolute soul-crushing shit you can listen to. Turn it off, man. Turn off the news. And if you haven't already, your mission starts today. My stepdad watches the news on a day-to-day -day basis. And I'm like, why are you watching this? What is wrong with you? The guy's literally addicted to it. And if I may make a comment about my stepdad, love the dude. He's been difficult for me as a lot of step parents have. I've grown to love him. I've grown to forgive him, all the stuff that him and I have been through. But the one thing I'm gonna say, and I would say this to his face, is that guy is so uptight. His anus is so squeezed tight that we call him clench. And if you were to stick a lump of coal up that thing, you'd have a diamond in two weeks. That's how freaking uptight this guy is. He's just the most stressed out uptight dude. He's like in his 70s and I'm literally shocked he hasn't had a stroke yet. The guy is like so stressed out. And part of the reason is he watches the news. It's nothing but negativity. Why is it negativity? Because negativity sells. Negativity fucking sells. And I really want you to understand this from a human psychological perspective. I was a copywriter for five years. Copywriter means you write sales copy to try to get people to buy something. What we learned in copywriting is that a pain point is more sellable than a desire point. For example, the pain of not getting women, the pain of being insecure, 
the pain of being negative, as opposed to how great it's gonna be to put your dick in that girl, how awesome it's gonna be to have peace, how awesome it's gonna be to be successful. So when you focus on the pain, that gets people's attention. Why? Because psychologically, we want to avoid pain. It's one of the first instinctual drives we have. Avoid pain, avoid discomfort, survive this motherfucker because it's a goddamn war zone out there. So as we're trying to avoid the pain, we are addicted to seeking it out so we can identify it. So when the news comes on and says, financial crisis is coming, Bigfoot is going to crush the financial market and the dollar bill is going to lose all its power and China's going to invade us and the UFOs are going to come and we're all going to fucking die. And when they tote that stuff, we buy into it. My stepdad, let me watch that. Fucking anus so tight. If you put a ping pong ball up that thing, it would shoot a mile across the fucking city the second the guy farts. It's because he's so goddamn uptight. So dude, the news, don't watch it. It is completely and utterly pointless. Pointless, pointless, pointless. Now, some news places are better than others, but most of them are just touting fear. And you know what's really horrible about the news? is the right side gets what they want to hear, the left side gets what they want to hear, and they're just preaching to the choir and making them hate each other even more. What is hate? It's derived of fear. It's the opposite of what I feel you truly are, which is love. But we came into duality, love and fear. And fear is being touted. They're fearing each other. They're hating each other. And it's just creating bigger divides among people with these news agencies. Absolute fucking crap. Don't watch it. Do not watch the news, okay? And don't email me if you're a news lover or you're a news anchor man and you're like, that's not the way it is. I don't want to hear it, okay? This is my belief. You can choose to believe it if you want to or leave it if you don't. But I think the most of you will be convinced this dude's right. It's all based on fear because fear sells. The second thing is to stop clicking on YouTube videos that are about negativity. Now, this is where I have the biggest problem because, and this is a little bit embarrassing to admit, I like watching people get shot. Okay, now some of you listening are like, what? Really? Yeah, man, I just, you know, it's really bad. It's, it was kind of an addiction where I would watch like police cam videos. Woman stabs officer in the knife with the back and gets lit up by 20 other cops. I'm clicking on it, man. It's just interesting to me. Okay, and I know it's really weird. Also, I'm an American. Some of you listening in Australia and England are like, what the literal fuck? It was kind of an addiction for me. I'd watch like police cam videos. I could tell you right now of this awesome channel on YouTube that has the sickest police game videos, but I'm not going to because I don't want to perpetuate the negativity. Now, the reason I watched it is because it was fascinating to me. I was really in tactical stuff. I like guns. So it's not like I was getting off on these people's deaths. It was just fascinating to me because death is kind of interesting and that negativity is very, very alluring. And this is why those kinds of channels are so successful. But also other kinds of videos. Let me go ahead and pull up YouTube right now. Okay, oh, financial crisis is coming. Why China and the United States is going to get into war. Not going to fly. Legal expert on Trump attorney's aspirational defense. Hitler's 50th birthday present, a golden grave Walther PP. Sick, dude, I gotta watch that one. But you get my point, man. All negativity on the videos. Why? Because negativity gets clicks, once again. If you put a negative title, it is going to get more clicks than a positive title. Sad but true. And that, again, goes to anthropological reasons. We are designed to screen for negativity because it keeps us safe. But what happens is we go down the negativity hole, we click on things, and especially boys, and I cannot stress this enough, even if you take nothing from this episode, please heed my advice on this one. Do not watch negative shit before you go to bed. 
Why? Because your subconscious continues to go through it as you're sleeping and you're going to wake up the next day. If you're not feeling like crap, you're at least probably going to attract to yourself some negative circumstances. So when we watch those videos that I used to do, right? I used to watch the police shootings before bed. What kind of NLP coach am I where I used to do that? Like literally programming my subconscious mind to think and dwell on negativity before I go to bed. Hey, I'm not perfect. And I admit it to you guys, but I do understand the power of the subconscious mind and I've quit that shit. I don't do it anymore. I listen to and watch aspirational, positive, peace-inducing messages before I go to bed and or NLP. And this is the reason when my clients come into my program, they get a custom three-month NLP program designed for them where they listen to it before they go to bed and we're installing new belief systems. We're installing self-esteem. We're installing those meta programs and archetypes that are conducive to not only high confidence, but also attracting women and attracting money and attracting peace, everything. So right before you go to bed, do not, please do not watch it. Just don't. Watch a funny movie if you have to, or listen to some music, but don't listen to the negativity, especially those things that are violence-inducing, fear-inducing. You want to avoid that stuff. And again, I admit, sometimes when those videos come up on YouTube, like Active Shooter, that was one the other day, I was like, oh my God, cop kills Active Shooter? I want to see that shit, but I didn't click on it. Because I know it just, it gets in there and you think about it and it just manifests in different ways throughout your life. You want to avoid that, man. Our point here is to overcome the fear and you have to overcome the attractiveness of clicking on the fear. Okay, the next thing to do is stop negative comments. I literally cannot believe how much hatred I get on Instagram and iTunes and emails and YouTube. I, I literally can't believe it. And I'm not even that huge yet. I'm not even that huge yet. And I say yet because my goal is to get bigger. I want to share this positive message with the world. So I'm still, I'm, I'm kind of big. I consider myself like a, a C-class celebrity, I guess. Not B, definitely not A. But like, I don't know, around the C, I get recognized sometimes. It's kind of cool. But I still have my anonymity where it's like I'm not getting recognized all the time like Brad Pitt would be, right? So still even in my position and particularly because I teach guys how to attract women, I get a lot of hatred. I get a lot of hatred. Now, what I suggest you guys do is not leave any hate comments. And it's hard because your ego wants to judge the person, give them advice, tell them their advice was wrong, tell them how you're better than they are because it ameliorates your ego. So people will come onto my stuff, make negative comments. And what do I do? I like the comments. I like them. Why? It shows I'm bigger than them. They're not affecting me. And it kind of shows that I kind of got a kick out of it, right? This guy the other day on Instagram, he's like, preschool pickup lines and a shaved face. I can tell you're going after girls that are much younger than you are. And I was like, yeah, he's kind of right. So I put a like on the comment. And so I get emails like that. I just delete them. I have my assistant delete them. I don't even see them. But when it comes to the social media channels, I just like the comments because it shows that I'm unaffected by it. I actually found it funny, which I do a lot of the times. But if you're the kind of guy that's going around leaving hate comments, brother, you have to quit that shit. Why? What you do to another, you do to yourself. I swear to God, this is how it works. You have seen it so many times in your life, and I have too. Between the two of us, if we compare all the instances of where karma, cause and effect, whatever you want to call it, comes back to bite us in the asses, we would have indisputable proof that it's true. I know it's true. When you put negativity out there, it comes back to you. And you're like, well, 
if I leave a hate comment about something somebody did on a YouTube video, how's that gonna come back to me? People are gonna gossip about you, talk shit about you, maybe a bird craps on your car. I don't know how it's gonna come back to you, but it does. So absolutely, without any excuse whatsoever, stop the hate comments, stop the trolling, stop the fucking negativity. Please stop it. It's coming back to bite you. What you do to another, you're doing to yourself. And that is a really huge truth that I want you guys to understand. Not only does it work with negativity, but also positivity. I give to homeless people all the time. A lot of you guys might disagree with me, but yesterday I gave a hundred bucks to a homeless man and I absolutely made his day. And what happens? I get client after client. I get email after me email with so much love. The amount of love I get versus the amount of negativity is so unbelievably skewed to the positive of love. I get emails every day. And if you've emailed me, thank you, brother. Seriously, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you listening, getting stuff out of this podcast. Love always works better than fear. Always, every single time and twice on Sunday. And I will take that shit to my grave. So yeah, I gave a hundred bucks to a homeless man the other day. I actually handed it to my daughter, Lucia. She sits behind me on the right-hand side in her car seat. And I'm trying to teach her about the power of money and the power of compassion. She's turning four next week. So I gave her the hundred dollar bill. And I was like, Lucia, give this to that man. So I was like, hey, bro, come here. And he comes up to my window. I was like, hey, would you mind going around the car to my daughter's window? She has something for you. And he's like, yeah, for sure. So he goes over and she's sitting there with the hundred dollar bill. And dude, she almost dropped it out of the car. I'm like, Lucia, don't drop that out the window. So he comes up and his eyes just get huge. He's like, thank you so much, man. I've really been struggling. I'm like, much love to you, brother. Good luck to you. And I know a lot of you guys are thinking, yeah, he's just going to go buy liquor and he's a loser and shit like that. Dude, you have to drop that thinking. Who cares what he does with it? What it is, is it's a symbol from one human being to another of love. Hey, bro, I've got you. Why? Because what you do to another, you do to yourself. And my life has changed in ways I cannot even express to you guys. When I started from this type of giving mentality, where I give to others, I want to help others, all I want to do is give, I'm telling you, it comes back to you. So the hate comments, they're done. They are done. If you don't want to choose to stop them yourself, then maybe the rapport you have with me will allow me to tell you, brother, you're done. I am telling you, as your Uncle Mark Singh, as a guy who has proven time and time again that negativity doesn't work, those hate comments are done. Do not put them down. Why? Because it's just going to come back to bite you in the ass. And if that doesn't motivate you, I don't know what will. The next one is to stop reacting negatively to those negative things that happen to you. Once again, boys, we started with the easy ones. The easiest one is just not to watch the news. We're getting harder and harder and harder. Somebody snaps at you, can't react, man. Can't react. I know there's a lot of non-Christians who listen, but there's also Christians who listen. We can all pretty much agree that there's some really intelligent truths in the Bible. When somebody hits you, turn the other eye or whatever it is, basically don't react to the negativity. Why? Because when you react, and listen closely to this, I know some of you are, your attention is fading a little bit, listen in, okay? When you react to someone's negativity, it's proving to them that they got to you, that they got into your frame, that they affected you. And now you're reacting negatively, why? Because you're hurt. All attack is a cry for help. That comes from A Course of Miracles, such a wise book. All attack is a cry for help. It's fear, it's sadness. It's literally saying to the person, you got to me, I'm affected, and now I'm crying in a way 
to lash out at you to get myself back onto my inner balance point, my inner state of centeredness. So as I recently said in an Instagram video, if you get butthurt, affected, angry in traffic, that's showing that life is getting into your frame. So when you lash out at somebody who lashed out at you, you're showing that they got to you, they got into your reality, that you're weak. But when you, oh yeah, I remember now, when you turn the other cheek, that's what it said, which says, oh, you want to you attack me? Your negativity is so insignificant to the joy and the peace that I'm living in, it can't even affect me. So go ahead and hit me again. I don't give a shit. Now, of course, boys, somebody's hitting you. I'm not saying to sit there and let them kick your ass. You know, you might have to tr- choke a motherfucker out. But what I'm saying is don't lash out at people with negativity if they lash out at you. Somebody says something mean to you, laugh it off as if they just complimented you. That's the highest level. That's the enlightened level. That's the peace level. That's the level that we're all evolving to. Let's speed up this evolution of consciousness by not indulging in the fear, not letting other people's negativity bring out the negativity within ourselves, but rising above it. What was the thing Obama said? When they go low, you go high. And this is why I like all the hate comments. Because it shows, dude, it so didn't get to me. I so find it funny. I'm actually going to like it. I'm not going to even comment back on it because it's so below my reality. I'm living in a space of happiness, love. I have an amazing family, an amazing podcast, listeners like you, clients that I absolutely love like brothers. I have my health. I'm living in 2023 in the United States. How can things get much better? So you're like, oh, your podcast is stupid, bro. You're an idiot. You look like a fucking sea hag. I don't give a shit what they say. I like it because I'm not reacting or letting get drawn out in me negativity. I'm done with it. It does nothing. It just draws to yourself more negativity. So we're dropping it. We're dropping it. 14-day negativity detox. The next one is to stop complaining. Okay, this should be totally obvious and it's really hard because when you complain, it's your ego trying to flex its superiority over others, over situations, even things like the weather. Some people complain about the weather, literally. I can't believe it's raining. Why do I live here? This weather sucks so bad. Dude, then move. Get proactive in your life. If you're literally at a consciousness level where you're complaining about any situation, particularly the weather, that's you. That's your negativity. Those who are highly ascended, just deal with it. And they actually look at the good in it. It's raining today, sweet. The plants are going to get water. It's going to get nurtured. The next time it's sunny, it's going to be so green. This is awesome. The rain kind of feels good hitting me. I really enjoy the sound of the patter on the rooftop. There's always a way to reframe what's happening in your life. Complaining is weakness, especially complaining about what other people do. Because now you're saying that your way is the right way and what they're doing is the wrong way. Okay, I can't believe this guy's pro-Trump or pro-Biden or whatever it is. When you're complaining about the other people, it's showing that your reality is weak. It's showing that you're affected and it's derived of negativity. And they're going to probably complain about you. And now we have an enemy. What was it that Jesus said? Love your enemies, which of course means have no enemies. What better way is there to live than that, in my opinion? So stop complaining. It doesn't work. It's literally like committing suicide, either financially with women, with your self-esteem, but of course with your peace. So stop complaining. We're done with that shit. The next one, it's getting harder now. The next one is to stop insulting yourself. I talk about this all the time and I understand it kind of feels good to insult yourself. The reason that is, is because there's neuropathic pathways created in your brain where synapses travel down different roads. 
Okay, if you're complaining all the time, if you're negative all the time, that synapsis is going down that road and it's easy to travel down. It feels familiar. This is why being sad, depressed, complaining, whatever negativity that some of us tend to indulge in, this is why it feels good. It's because it's familiar. But when you stop insulting yourself, not only do those paths become more difficult to travel down, but the new path of believing yourself, talking positively about yourself, reframing situations in your life to the positive, those paths become easier to travel down for your synapses, and you begin thinking that way naturally, the way I do. I used to be extremely negative, as I spoke about with you guys before, but I've been working diligently on it, where now something bad happens, quote unquote, I reframe it. Every cloud has a silver lining, as cliche and stupid as that sounds, it's true. It's all about perspective. Attitude is everything, everything. And this is the reason I'm with Marissa. Marissa is always positive. Her big statement, which I literally want to get tattooed on her face, is don't worry, it's going to be great. Oh, she says that all the time. And I love that about her. Constantly positive, constantly looking at the bright side. And I needed help with that, which is why I'm with her. It's because she makes me into a better person. And yes, it works. Now, the final one, boys, the tippity top, the hardest one is to stop insulting and judging others. Stop judging others. Stop criticizing them. Stop insulting them. Stop putting negativity in any way whatsoever towards them. I know this is the hardest one because not only do I coach other guys, but for me, myself, I still haven't mastered this. I see people who do things like my stepdad, right? You could kind of hear some judgment in my voice when I was talking about him. Of course, with him, I have a lot of history, so it's difficult for me to not have any negativity whatsoever or judgment whatsoever about him, but I still have to ascend to that level. I'm not there yet. But when you insult others, what happens? You're insulting yourself. You get the same criticism back to you. You get the same negativity back to you, and you separate yourself from others. We're working from fear when we insult people, when we criticize people, when we judge people. We're not working from love. So listen, it's hard. I understand. I get it. I struggle with it as well. But that's the point we want to get to. So over the next 14 days, here's my challenge for you. First of all, stop watching the news. Stop clicking on shitty videos. Stop the negative comments on those videos. Don't be a troll. Stop reacting negatively to people who comment or insult you. Stop complaining. Stop insulting yourself. And try as hard as you can to stop insulting others. Okay, it's hard. It's not easy. You're going to have to have constant attention on your actions and what you're thinking, but it gets easier and easier and easier until you arrive to a place where being positive, being loving, as it were, becomes your natural state, and then your life, and I'm telling you, please listen to me, your life is going to expand, explode, and develop in ways that I cannot even express to you. You are going to become a girl magnet. You are going to become a millionaire if that's what you want. You are going to achieve the peace that all of us desperately want. Peace is who you really are. It's the ego covering that up with negativity and fear that prevents you from feeling that peace. But if you indulge in that negativity, if you give it a place inside of you, if you listen to it from the outside and spew it out from who you are, you're only covering more of that which you really are, which again is that love, peace, happiness, joy, truth. So boys, the negativity detox is probably one of the most important things you'll ever do in your life. Once you drop the negativity, focus on the positivity, your life, once again, is going to blossom and expand in ways that I cannot even express to you. 
if I could show you who I was and who I am now, you would be amazed at the difference. And what's the one differentiated factor? The way I think. Whether or not I indulge in negativity or positivity, that's it. That's really the differentiating factor. And that has completely revolutionized my life. And I want that to happen for your life too. So I hope you've gotten something out of this episode, gentlemen. I know I certainly did. Remember, man, your thoughts are really powerful. And the more negativity you put out there, the more it comes back to you. Why would you shoot a gun when you know it's just going to come back and hit you in the arm? That, that's literally the question you should ask. Why would I put this out there right now? So the next time you're about to put some negativity out there, be like, do I want to experience this on the other side or not? No, I probably don't. So I'm going to drop it and reframe whatever it is that this situation is trying to pull out of me. No, I'm not going to insult that guy. Even though he yelled at me, guy flipped me off. Okay, that's cool. You know what? You have your hatred. It's okay. You're going to have to deal with that. I'm not going to go down into that hell with you. Okay, you're not taking me with you. So I hope your life gets better. Have a great day. Goodbye. I'm focusing on what's good. I'm focusing on the next thing like a fucking man does. And this is discipline, boys. Disciplining yourself not to indulge in the negativity because it's so attractive. It's so alluring. Don't let yourself go down that negativity rat hole because it will just end up bringing you down as we've all seen so many times. I do appreciate you listening, gentlemen. I drop podcasts on Mondays and Thursdays, so please stay tuned for the next one, and I will see you in the next episode.